0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is, is Cowboys, Cowboys Storyline with
1: Nick Eatman.
2: Good morning. It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman, and it's Thursday, November the 9th, and we are ready to go. We got the Cowboys and the Giants coming up on Sunday this week. I know there's been a little bit more focus, I think, on this game than I would imagine. I think think the Cardinals game has something to do with that. I feel like more fans are asking about this game specifically as opposed to looking backwards or looking ahead at other games. Uh, It's just one of those where, you know, I, I just... I feel like that that even though the Cowboys won forty to nothing, forty to nothing against the Giants the first time around, and the Giants haven't seemed to get any better really, and the Cowboys are, you know, they're 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 kind of plugging along here. You know, they've had some some bumps in the road, not at home, and this game's at home, so you would imagine it's going to be worse. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's still going to be one sided. But I I think that, that you know, there's we've seen the Cowboys play down to level of competition at times they're going to have to really play down in this one and I think I think the loss last week against the Eagles and how it happened they'll probably get them focused uh so it should be a lot of fun see what happens Cowboys really need to you know you can't win I think they're going to win 5 in a row but you can't win 5 in a row if you don't win one we we know that that's simple math so uh you know to get to 6 and 3 this is this is what they got to do uh 888 eight, eight. 855-2297, that is the number to call. Also, you can text 817-290-3298 and in that text line. Today on Twitter, I put out yesterday, I, I did the random cowboy of the day. Got some, got some great names, and I tried to read as many as I, as I could. Um, the one that I did, not I got like two two different people said this, and it's, one, it's probably one of the all-time names in Cowboys history. I mean, does it get better than Kenyon Rambo? I Main wide receiver, Kenyon Rambo. I love it. Um, he he was uh, about two thousand two, I think they got him from the Raiders. Um kinda some weird stories about him and uh from LA and, and some other players on the team from LA, some of them, I think they had some some buddies back there that got into some kind of gang fight and it kind of carried all the way over to the Cowboys uh back in the back in the day and almost had a fight in the locker room. Um but Kenyon Rambo, one of the one of the coolest dudes, also, and also really uh I won't say a really good player. He was decent, you know, back in 2002, they didn't have a lot of really good players. Um, but really cool name for sure. But today's topic is not that. Today's topic is his all-time, all-time favorite cowboy. Who who's your favorite? Who was your guy? Everybody has a guy. I'll give mine later, but everyone has a guy, and it could it could change changes over the years a little bit as, as the game, as the games go on. But who who was your dude? That's what I'm asking for today. So if you call in, you could mention that. We don't have to go too far on it, but I'd love to hear from you guys on that. All right, let's start it off. Phone lines, Brian in Kansas City. Brian, you're first. Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, I'm an old guy, so my the 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 person I watched sitting on the floor in my parents' house was Roger Staubach. Mm-hmm. So I get to be the first caller. I guess I'll set the pace hey, with that's why not? my all-time cowboy.
2: I love it. I love it. He he should he should get a vote or two. So I, I love that Roger Staubach. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm
0: telling you, I you know he, I I I'm also a Navy veteran, so a little bit of a soft spot. I. uh I was stationed on the USS John F. Kennedy uh, in 2004, and I don't know why, because I don't know that that ship has any tie to Roger Stahlbeck other than he went to the Naval Academy and he was a naval officer. Mm-hmm. But I got to hold a football that was autographed by him and was sitting in the uh, commanding officer's cabin. So Did it, you it take got it? Did you steal no, it? No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. steal it. I did get a picture of myself with all it. All right. Though. <laughs> so anyway, that's my all-time guy. All right, cool. For, you know. So for the upcoming week, I, you know, I don't really have any concerns other than like what you said. We've seen, you know, the Cardinals are one and seven. We all damn sure know who the one is.
2: Right. Right. You
0: know, we we've seen this happen. But you know, for the upcoming couple of weeks, you know, we don't have anybody that that scares you. What I, what I'd like your opinion on. Is so after that, starting in week thirteen, we got a bunch of teams that are really thirteen to seventeen. Weeks thirteen to seventeen are all teams that right now have winning records and would be in the playoffs. Nice. And I'm looking at that. So I'll read you the quick, just so everybody can hear it. The order is Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. I I don't know I. I think if we go three and two, I'd be really pleased with that. But that's kind of my guess. Is that's a really that's a murderer's row of good teams in the NFL right now? And I'll hang up and get your opinion, man.
2: I appreciate that. I mean, three three and two in that in that stretch is probably not going to be good enough you know to to do what you want to do for, for for this season you know i mean because for me i i got them winning five straight and then that includes two of those at uh, seattle and and philly um and i just stop it there because i mean it's that's a good place to stop at five you know you got five fingers just stop not saying they can't beat the bills or the dolphins or the lions but um because they can, I mean, and they're probably going to be favored to win. I would say two of those three games. Well, I'm not really sure about those road games. but We'll see. It, it all everything changes. You know, that's why it's tough to do this. That's why most people don't go ahead like that because you never know how things change. You never know. You know, like, here, here we were Thursday before the Cardinals game. And you know they thought Trayvon Diggs was going to be you know having a Pro Bowl season, and and then he doesn't play another game. So things change all the time. Uh, that's why it's important to go game by game. But I get it for for you know for the sake of the show, uh, you're right. That's what makes these things so important. That's why it's easy to focus back to these games and go, cool. You got five really tough games in a row. You better win these three right here: Giants, Carolina, Washington on Thanksgiving. Win these three. Get to what would that be eight and three? Get to eight and three as as we always quote Bill Parcells because he had great lines. He was here four seasons, but he, he has all these quotes that we still you know talk about today. And and I remember him saying, Nothing happens in football before Thanksgiving. You know, nothing really I mean don't don't talk to me about big picture until we get to Thanksgiving. Get to Thanksgiving now, it starts getting real. And and I think that's what we got to focus on there. So the Cowboys have a chance to really improve themselves, get their selves you know to eight and three. But it's, again, it starts with the Giants, six and three. All right, let's go to Dylan in uh, Northport, Florida. Dylan, what's up, man? Hey Nick, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good,
3: good. Yeah. Real quick, before I get going here, uh, your response to my call from yesterday—you it, mentioned uh, the journey to Disney. It's actually funny. I'm heading there next week at the end oh. of the week, and met- metaphorically, man, I understand your point, but. Uh, you know, literally, I'm with you 100 percent on that one. I got two kids in the back seat, three-hour drive. I wish I could just skip there and go meet just, the princesses, get some churros.
2: Just get there. You know. But no, it's it's going to be that spot. It's going to be 21 minutes into the drive when you're going to be asked for the second time if we're almost there, and that's when you're like, okay, we're gonna, we got to figure something out. These iPads or phones better be working or something something here.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I they're going to be charging for the next week. Yeah,
2: ready. yeah, should have sure plugged you in. Know.
3: Uh, all kind of favorite Cowboys, uh, Romo and Sean Lee grew up in that era, watching them play. I think they were two of the, probably the unluckiest Cowboys maybe to ever play Sean Lee with injuries. You know, Luke Kuechly was like the premier linebacker during, during that time. And I think Sean Lee could have been right there with him if he stayed healthy. And then, um, Romo, I mean, I don't know if he's underrated or not, but I think his he could have been a Hall of Famer if he had two or three bounces go his way. And everybody talks about that Creighton thing in 2007. Man, there was a play at the end of that game, the second-to-last play. He threw Creighton wide open in the front pocket of the end zone. Creighton stopped, stopped.
2: His route, so. Creighton stopped on his route. That, that, that's worse to me than the drop. Creighton 100%. stopped on his route. He, went, he was a fade to the corner. He turned. He stopped. And the ball was there. Then he kept going, and he just missed it. He keeps running all the way that's a catch that, Well, I think it's a catch I mean creighton creighton's not gonna drop it had that's that's the thing about Creighton had great hands, and that's what sucks about that drop he he was really really sure handed um it's unfortunate that that play happened, but he's not dropping that one that one's put right in the in the bread basket for the that would have been a touchdown and and they go to the nFC champ, championship and you know and knows. but yep,
3: yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how uh, those things can change the the trajectory yeah. of a whole career and the discussion oh, and all that, you know.
2: Everything. Yep, for sure.
3: Um uh, so yeah, the, the, I guess just a couple points and I got a question for you. Um Tyron Smith don't practice them the rest of the season if he's going to play like he did last week. Uh, that was the best game we've seen from him in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned yesterday the the um continuation of the O-line and them practicing and all that is important, but man if we get that Tyron for the rest of the season just to <laughs> sit him uh every every week. He's a gamer. Um he he absolutely yeah. is, man. Yeah. Um Karen Steele um, made the investment in that guy, so let's continue to make the investment in him. Don't bench him. Um, get him some help if he's struggling. He's coming back from the ACL. You know, if it gets to a point where Dak's uh, health is in question, where he might be getting hurt because he's getting hit, make a determination at that point. But, I mean, let's just keep him going. He played well to start of the season, kind of on a downhill turn right now, but let's we'll see if he can, he can get back to how he started. And then uh question for you, obviously we've got to get the ground game going. And for whatever reason, we love running Pollard up the the AB gap kind of over and over and over. Um, it's not working. <laughs> obviously, O-line is not great at run blocking right now. But there's also times on the film, too, where there is a lane and he's not he's not taking it. He's missing it. So what would you do
2: uh, to get that rolling? Get running game going. Thanks for the call, Dylan. Um, yeah. You know the the Terrence. I'm not I'm not benching Terrence Steele at all. I mean, like like let's see what happens. You know, in these next few games. I mean, Eagles have made a lot of you know uh, offensive linemen look like they're having a bad day, or, or you know, and I think that's what happened there. Now say this about the Giants that Thibodeau's got eight and a half sacks this year. I mean, he's, he's got some sacks. I mean, he, he's got more than Micah Parsons. So they, they have some players that he, you know, he's a guy that, that was a high draft picked and he, you know, he seems like he's doing well. So this is going to be a challenge for either Tyron and or Terrence Steele, depending on where they, they line him up. I would imagine based off of just looking at film from last week, any pass rusher is going to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll go this side. You know, I don't want any part of this Tyron Smith side. Um, but not really sure how the Giants rush their guys and all that. Um, I'm sure Brian Brodus is going to tell us that today on Cowboys break. Cause I think, he, I think today is when he breaks down the Giants defense and, and how they line up and stuff. Um, but the running game i mean i i i'm not a pro- I don't have a problem with the running the ball in, in the middle i mean i know it, it doesn't i mean it's not always door set 99 to the house i mean it doesn't happen like that and that's not what you're trying to do you're just trying to keep things on us to soften them up now you do want to have some big hitters every now and again and i think that that's not a strength for this team um all the time but but I I mean I I would stick with it one thing I would do though I would probably I would probably rotate Dowdle in there a little more. I think less is more for for Pollard and I think more is more for uh Rico Dowdle. All right, uh next caller William Houchins in Beaver, West Virginia. What's up, man? Nick, how we doing? Good, buddy? man. My guy. My guy, you're one of the OGs.
4: That's right. Proud of it, too, sir. I (laughs) love the show. Thank Uh, you. My favorite all-time cowboy would be a tie between Roger Staubach and Harvey Martin. Okay. And uh, I love Harvey, and I hope one day Jerry will put him in the ring. But um, my question is, and this is another classic question, Mm-hmm. um i would love to see the old bad luck blues brought back i mean i like the blues they have now i hope one day well, they, hold, they, i love those uniforms are sweet hold up hold up
2: william all. first things first don't call them that and when you call them the bad luck I, blues i mean wh- who's gonna be like yeah well that's put what one on el- me <laughs> that's what everybody
4: else called them i never called them that i thought they were sweet yeah. i just thought that's what they i was the perception that's i put down the record i never called them that that's what everybody called
2: me. You know, me. I'm I'm big I'm okay. on on matching uniforms. You know, I, that's one thing when I always look at when I look at any uniform. I think like, I, I don't like the three colors from helmet, jersey, pants. I mean, two is fine. One sometimes looks really cool, but three just is there's too much going on. But you look back at some of those the, the Cowboys uniform. I mean, they always do that. They always have three three colors, except for when they wear the Navies and they have the silver silver. You know, but but back then it was. Royal blue, and then the green pants, and the silver. I mean, it, it didn't match, but yet it's it's so you know, it's a historic. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever bring those back, but but why not? I mean, everybody does. I mean, if this was the NBA that you know that they would have. I mean, they have more uniforms than anybody. So
4: oh, exactly. Maybe. And I didn't. And I didn't get a chance yesterday to get through. I wanted to give you a, class, a name. I don't know if somebody put it in for names. I don't remember. How about Carl Poe?
2: Carl Poe, nice. Carl Poe, number eighty-one.
4: Number eighty-one from That's Alabama right. State. It was he Alabama big State?
2: Pass against the Giants. Yep. In the eighty-five game, eighty-five Giants game. I think he had a big. Yes. That was a. That was a great. That game was remembered for me when uh, Jim Jeffcoat uh, caught a tipped ball for a touchdown. But I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think Carl Poe did have a couple of plays there in the second half. They were trying to win the, – they won the NFC East that day against the yes, Giants. Sir. So, yes, all right, sir. Carl Poe. Oh, no, great. no, that name was not mentioned. So, only you, William. Appreciate I know, that. Right? Thank well,
4: great, you. Great, co- great, great show. And I'll hope to call back again soon. Keep doing what you're doing.
2: Awesome. Sir. Thank you so much, William Houghton's. All right, appreciate Thank that. You. All right, let's go to the text line. Todd from Georgetown, Texas, being in the building. Do you get the vibe that the team is locked in this week? And his guy of all times, Cliff Harris. That's two votes for old. They call him Captain Crash. I think that's right. Forty-three, Cliff Harris. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I i have a, I haven't really seen the players a lot. Yesterday was kind of a weird day, um, just from from the schedule. Wasn't a normal Wednesday for them, but I yeah, I think I think so. I, I think that. There were good vibes coming from the game. I, I don't want to go into, into this moral victory or good loss. I, I don't care about that crap. They lost the game, but but not, but you got to move on, and that that's the point. Can you move on? Can you recover from this? And if you can't recover from a game like that, then you're not, you shouldn't be in the NFL. I mean, like I, I think there are some good things to take from this. I, I think that they will. That's that's what has to happen. No one cares about moral victories. If it only is a moral victory if you actually get real victories after that. That's what happens. If you can take this game, win or loss, and make it a, you know, th- go win three or four or five in a row, then, then I think that that's what you can call that. And that's all that we're looking for is that, can you take what you did against Philly, turn it into wins, these next two, three, four games? And I think that they'll be able to do that. All right, let's go to four, um, our fourth caller here is Philippe in France. Philippe.
1: Hi, Nick, Kim. How are you doing?
2: Good. How are you doing? Oh,
1: I'm fine. I'm under the rain, but, uh, that's normal weather here. Same. Uh, here's my question. Uh, I took a look at every, at almost every third and fourth down, uh, situations played, uh, by Philly. On numerous, uh, ground level shots, you can see offensive linemen diving to make a roll block or a cut block. Uh, I thought, uh, this kind of locks on the scrimmage line were banned a few years ago by uh, the NFL to avoid injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I am I
2: missing something there? Who, who was In doing, this, were the Eagles doing that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it on, on a lot of shots on the fourth and uh, third and third and short and uh, fourth and short.
5: Yeah,
1: and. Uh, 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 I, w- uh, I was just wondering uh, uh, if these kind of plays are really banned okay. or not.
2: All right, that's a good. good question. Philippe, who's your favorite cowboy of all time? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Okay, take care, be safe, favorite Cowboys. Philip, who's your favorite cowboy of all time?
1: My, my favorite cowboys of all time, Sean Lee.
2: All right, awesome, Sean Lee. That's Two votes for him. Okay. Thank you, Philippe. Appreciate that. Um, my understanding about the blocked are, and 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 they change the rules all the time. I I don't think you could block someone that that's engaged with with another uh, player. And so if it's if you're blocked, you can, another guy can't come in. It can't be a two on one cut block. But I think you can block low. Um, but I, I I just don't think it could be a double team where where one guy is you're blocking someone else and another guy. That's my understanding of the rule. Um, maybe that that has changed. We're always trying to be safe uh, for for safety there. Um, and Chris, my producer, he might know he might know that rule more better than me. But I don't uh, I don't think that's a rule that you can't block low. I just don't think you can have two guys blocking low uh, while while you guys up engaged with, with another player. All right, um, let's go to the caller, Frank and Irving. What's up man, Frank?
6: Good morning, Nick.
2: Good morning. How are you?
6: I'm doing good. Uh my favorite uh das Cowboy is prime time. All right. Dion Sanders.
2: Okay. Why? Why'd you love Dion? Other than just, other than he was a badass. <laughs> you know, like he, yeah. he, he was awesome.
7: Other than he was <laughs> the greatest quarter in yeah. history. Yeah. Um, Fair. That that's
6: pretty much it.
2: Yeah, okay. What do you got? What do you, you got any question about this team? What's on your mind?
6: Uh no, I just wanted to call in and give him my favorite player.
2: All right. Sounds great. All right, Frank. Appreciate that. Deion Sanders is, the, is his favorite. Um I'll tell you what. I mean, I, there was a time when I was in college and and I and Dion just signed in uh 95 and i mean he was by far my favorite player as well i was so excited because you know just watching him and, and just, you know, enamored by him and his ability, playing baseball, playing for the Falcons and the 49ers, what he did, and basically, you know, helped them get over the top and beat the Cowboys. Uh, pass interference, but whatever. Um, But but then when he, when he joined the Cowboys, it was just so awesome. And I'll never forget him getting that interception against the Raiders. I think that was his second game, third game. Gets a pick, holds the ball in the air. I mean, it was... It was awesome. It was just like it was on Rocket Ismail. Actually, he when Rocket was running, he he jumps over Rocket, gets the interception, holds the ball in the air, and says, "Yeah, I'm just I'm just better than you." Um, that was pretty awesome. All right, let's keep the keep things rolling here. Let's go to Ronnie in New Jersey. Ronnie's next. Did I did I miss up oh, the right. Ronnie, you there? Good, yeah, we're good. Hey, hey, Nick. Hey, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Yourself? I'm great. What you got for us?
8: So uh, I was thinking, um, I got so many. Uh, if I would start to start naming uh, players, uh, there'll be a list. No, listen, listen. I'm gonna night. treat
2: you like your your parents did when you went to the the toy aisle. All right, you get one. Okay, one. Who is it? Who is your favorite? Um, though, you just get one. Maybe two. Uh, uh,
8: Michael Irvin and Troy
2: Aikman. All right. I mean, those, that that that's fair. That's fair. You know that they're they're always connected there. I, I, I get that. Cool. Aikman, Irvin.
8: Irvin more because of the passion
2: Irvin, Irvin won.
8: not only played with, but he's still passionate about the team. <laughs> I love Irvin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the callers actually took my, uh, uh my observation. I was talking, I was going to mention, uh, cause I called you a few weeks ago and I was like, listen, Tyron Smith wakes up with a freaking injury. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we like, uh, uh, she was going to happen there. But, uh, uh, he suggested the same thing I was going to mention to you. I'm like, can we like, seeing how he played in this game? Can we like just give him the walkthroughs just like they did last week and let the backups practice and and yeah, don't 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 practice him. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to get hurt during practice. It yeah. seems like all these. These guys are getting hurt during practice. I don't know what McCarthy's doing, but yeah, uh, yeah. let's keep Tyron Smith. uh The,
2: same, way, now, the same schedule on, they kept last week. Okay, now on, the, now on. on the injury report, he's actually listed it with an illness. So he said he's sick the, uh, this week, so he's probably not That's practicing. Fine. Anyway. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's great. Just keep him sick during <laughs> the week. Every Damn, Ronnie. Week. I mean, the guy's sick. You know, <laughs> I mean, you don't know what he's got. He's, no, I, I think I don't know what he it's, I'm sure it's just it's, – a cold. I don't know. Weather's changing around here. Um, not that we're talking weather, but, you know, it does affect, uh, you know, sinuses, colds, all that. I think it will be fine. You know, just Z-pack him up and he'll be ready to I
8: go. think he'll be great. I okay. think he'll be great. During <laughs> the game, he's great. I mean, he was knocking guys down. He was. He was pretty down. awesome. That defensive line, he was – He was pancaking guys. He had him on the ground almost all game long. I was like,
2: "Wow!" I saw a highlight package on on Twitter X, Twitter X, whatever. I saw it, and it was about a seven or eight play highlight reel on him against the Eagles. And I was like, "He just kept on knocking them." I was like, "What year is this?" Seriously, I was like, "What year is this?" I mean, who who's on the other side here? Is this Connor Barwin or something for the Eagles? Who are we blocking here? No, this was this game. Uh, He was turning back the clock, and that's to be fair. Tyron, that's how he plays. I mean, yes, he gets injured and he misses some games and all that, but when he's out there playing, he is playing well. He plays at a high level, okay? He's going to, I mean, just line him up for the gold jacket. I don't know what his size will be, but line him up. He, he needs one. All right, Ronnie, yeah. anything else? Nick, you uh, uh,
8: uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to say, uh, but now I do disagree with, with what you and a couple of callers, they say about uh, uh, steel. I mean, I get it. He has to play through some injuries, but if he's not getting the help and if he's playing that way – and last week wasn't the only week where he had, like, a bad game. He's had a few bad games. It could be a liability where, right now, Prescott is on fire. Do you really want – we don't want Prescott getting hit over and over. If he keeps on getting hit over and over – from the right sure. side, we gotta we gotta find something out. We gotta find a solution.
2: Well, I agree, and I do uh, that's think, all. Okay, Thanks. I agree. I mean, I think I, I, uh, what I said was is he does he can't be a liability. I mean, n- no offensive lineman can be a liability. So it, if it continues to happen, um, I, I don't think he's had a lot of bad games. I think he's had some bad plays, and I think that when you give a guy a contract like that, now you start to look at the negative plays a little bit more. It's happened. Over and over and over, it always happens. Okay, guys, get evaluated a little different now, and and rightfully so. So I think we're looking at that a little bit more, expecting greatness all the time. Doesn't always happen, and this isn't the year to have consistent greatness out of him. But they know what they what they like out of Terrence Deal. He's got the right mindset. He's going to be fine. I, I firmly believe that. So I wouldn't worry about that. Let's get to some text message questions before we go to break. Uh, Jamie uh, Marino in Pflugerville, Texas. He says if be- or they say if Bell is banged up, who? Moves moves in at linebacker. His favorite player is Bill Bates. Um, Well, the thing about that, I mean, if if he moves in there, I, I think they would probably just play a different type of style. You might see... You might see like Mokwamu do some things like that, Wanye Thomas. Maybe not to the same level that Bell's done it, but there's different ways you can play these safeties in there. Jaron Curse and all that, and 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 maybe Curse slides down a little bit and do some things, um, not to the same level as, as Bell, who's who's been really good there. But they got a lot of guys they can throw into to that mix. Bill Bates, yeah, he was he was pretty awesome uh, as well. Uh, another text question: uh, Richard in Ohio says, "I think Cooks goes off this week." That would be nice. It would be great to, to have that happen. His favorite player of all time, Danny White. Love it. And then uh, Doug in Florida, his favorite player, Daryl Moose Johnston. Love the show. Appreciate that, Doug. All right. Let's go to break real quick. Um, actually, stop. Stop, Chris. Hold on. Ali in Florida. Let's go to Ali in Florida. Let's clear the phone lines before we go to break. So, Ali in Florida, what's up? Good morning, Mr. man Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, you got trivia for me today? Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have a better one. Okay. I,
7: I, uh, I'm a travel photographer. I photograph all over the world. Okay. Uh, recently, I was in Japan. Okay. And one thing that pisses me off <laughs> is losing to Eagle or 49ers. Okay. So I said to myself, they're getting so arrogant. They got two inches. They do that push-push yard. Now, recently, as far as like a, almost two yards. Then so I thought it was so arrogant. So I was in this event. It's a guy named Yamamoto Yama. Motoyama. He's 584 pounds. And then another guy is uh, Kuni Shiki. That is 633 pounds. They call him a dump truck. I thought for December 10th maybe you can talk to Jones family to bring him in or a, a out in and just sign them up for that weekend and yeah. give them fifty Philly cheesesteak and when their ego come and push push and put them right there with Mazzy and Hankin and knock them out of the butt.
2: Okay, so you a sumo wrestler is that is that what is that yeah. what I heard you say? Yeah. Okay. So we're bringing the sumo wrestler in to stop the tish push. Okay, perfect. Everybody, hey, I say it all the time: if you can't stop something. At least when you call in, don't complain. Give me a solution. Your solution is sign a sumo wrestler and play a defensive tackle. Exactly. What, can he wear a jersey? I mean, are we put him in the uniform, please? I mean, can he? I mean, he actually could be in the uniform, right? Yeah,
7: Nick, I mean, both of them they can cover up the whole. Defensive what would
2: situation. what would his number be like? One hundred and sixty-six. I mean, like what what would the number be on that?
7: I would put zero zero zero. You know? Yeah. It's just, you know, but I think because they always they stand like a forty five degree, and I'm telling you, I would advertise to Jason Kelsey, he says, look, together they there to have one thousand two hundred pounds. go ahead and get underneath these boys okay, you know, all right, so my favorite player, yes. is Larry Allen
2: could Larry Allen block this guy? No, oh no, I mean he's you know what um, uh, I wasn't with you before, now I am. Yeah. Get him yeah. on the phone. Let's go. Bring bring him so, in.
7: My uh, <laughs> my TV, as I've highest respect for you, I know you know everything. Before uh,
2: we'll see. All right, but, what do you got?
7: Uh, who is the which NFL team never traded with Cowboys, and they hate to trade with Cowboys?
2: See Ever? see? I I was I've been working on something here for the off season on all time trades with every team. And I'm pretty sure but, the Cowboys have made a trade with every
7: team. I, I don't. I double check it. I respect your opinion, but I think it's the Bengals. Okay. It's the Bengals. Double check. It. I could be wrong. All right. So it's a bad blood there. Uh, is
2: there? I mean, I. I... That's what I was told. Okay. I don't know. I feel like they've made a trade with every team. We'll figure that out. Someone always steals the media guide in here when I'm looking for it. Cool. All right. Thanks for the call, Ali. Good stuff. Good st- Thank you. Very much. All right. Bye. Sign a sumo wrestler to stop the tush push. Think about that. We're going to go to break here on Cowboys Storyline.
0: location near you. Back,
2: back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right. Welcome back to Cowboys Storyline. Got about 20 more minutes to go. Maybe 18. Uh, we got Cowboys break coming up here at 11. But got some interesting calls so far. And uh, it's funny. The last caller with a trivia question. Which team did the Cowboys never traded, made a trade with? I really thought they had made a trade with every team. And I go to the media guide here. I didn't even turn the page. I mean, it's just sitting right here. I never, I've never, i never turned anything. The first thing I see was 2019. The Cowboys made a trade in the fourth round with Cincinnati for a fifth and a sixth. So they got out of the fourth, and they picked up a fifth and a sixth, and they ended up getting... Um, they got Donovan Wilson, and then they made another trade as well. So and they ended up getting mike jackson michael jackson i think is what they were calling and i think he's still in the league actually he's playing for somebody still in the league but they also picked up donovan wilson in a trade that they made with the Bengals. don't know if there's been others probably not a lot i don't know any bad blood between the front office of the cowboys and the bingles but they did get donovan wilson because of a trade with cincinnati all right let's go to the phone lines alan in clearwater florida alan what's up hey good morning nick Good morning favorite cowboy of all time Emmett Smith. Okay,
9: and I think I know yours is Tony Dorsett, correct?
2: Correct. And you know, did you know that I was going to come back from break and say it, but I actually forgot to say <laughs> it, and then you said it. So th- th- there you go. Oh, well, I'll, listen,
9: I told you once before when I called in with Walt Garrison, I said my favorite position in football is the running back, and Dorsett was was magic. But yeah. but Emmett, everything about the complete package, we all know. So he's he's my favorite of all time. Okay. Um, Listen, did you – now, I wrote in the text to Talking Cowboys this morning, and I mentioned Thibodeau Trading. on steel is the problem. Eight-and-a-half sacks, seven-and-a-half sacks. Did you get my line when you said that a few minutes no, ago? No, I didn't. Oh, that's funny.
2: I, I didn't. No, oh, I, didn't. I don't see the text lines, but I, but I knew that I, was, I did a story. <laughs> I, I mean, I wrote, like, the big picture story or whatever, and I searched and I found that Thibodeau – I was looking for players. I'm like, yeah, Thibodeau's got eight-and-a-half sacks. I mean, he, you know, he, yeah, right, no, he's, and, he's doing well.
9: And I want to follow up on one of the other callers about that. Okay. If Steele – this is my – one of my concerns about the Cowboys is the adjustments in the game and what somebody said yesterday on your show that too often we're still have, – we have this Jason Garrett mentality. We're going to do what we're going to do, and we're right. going to win that way or we're going to lose. And if Steele struggles with Thibodeau, I hope that they give him some help and they don't allow him to, to you know, hit Dak 10 times. So,
2: right. I mean, he, but
9: that, go, ahead.
2: go ahead. No, no, go but, ahead.
9: Okay, so – that brings me to my major point after the eagles game i was trying to get on all week boy your show is so popular it's awesome but here's my point or here's my concern the cowboys we can talk all what happened about the eagles game the defense and this player and that player bottom line whether we ran the ball we didn't run the ball the defense gave up those two long drives we were in a position to win the game on three different occasions and we didn't come through in those, in those important moments. Bottom line, we were good enough, and we didn't win it. Now, I'm thinking this is a familiar story to all of us. And we can go back since the Tony Romo era. We, go back, we can go back 30 years. The Cowboys have had talented rosters, we would all agree. They've been in games before. That Tony Romo, the, the giant playoff game, when the mm-hmm. Cowboys were the number one seed. And that right. one pass, in, okay. There's something – I begin to look like what accounts for this, right? There's something systemic in this organization. We've become one of those teams that – we used to be the team that you could always count on, those winning organizations. Every sport has them. You know whatever's going to happen. They're going to find a way at the end end to win. And then there are those organizations that are going to find a way, different ways they're going to lose it in the big spots, in the big moments. And this organization, unfortunately (laughs) – that's what has become of them. So, what explains it? The only thing I can think of is the only consistent thing throughout the organization is the Rowdy. Is, well, it's the Jones family. Rowdy, and it's like, well, you know what? I think I would love to be a player to play for the Cowboys because he is so loyal. He treats his players so well, but there's something lacking in the discipline so that in big moments, Jimmy Johnson said it best, right? The great players in in these big moments, they make great plays. We have had great players in the big moments. It's always somebody doing something, and you combine that with the penalties and the lack of discipline there, the only thing I can think of is there's some kind of sentiment in this organization that maybe we don't – we wear the Cowboys, we wear the – I don't know what it is exactly, but it does – there's something bigger than just any particular game. And, and back to your point yesterday when, uh, when Dylan had called in, I, I loved what you said to Dylan when he said, you know, I have reason to be optimistic. And you said, well, does that make you any more confident about playing the 49ers again or playing them again? And I agreed with you. It really does not, for me anyway, yeah. until something changes – I still expect that in these biggest moments,
2: something's going to go wrong. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. all right. Thanks for the call. I mean, that's, that's one of those things where you know, you're you throwing, it's got to be something, right? I mean, and you were right about that. It's got to be something. What is it? <laughs> I don't, you didn't know. I don't know. It, you know, I mean, you just said this team has a lot of talent, so you're not going to be blaming and Jerry and Steven too much because they are the ones bringing in the talent. So it's not just about talent is it the coaches they've had several coaches they've had hall of fame coaches in in this run here so it's it's there's a lot of things i mean you you've got you've got to be good enough like you said you got to be disciplined you got to be healthy you got to be lucky you got to do all of these things to to win and um it hasn't happened it happened a lot for this organization it hasn't happened recently but we're gonna keep trying, and that's what, and that's, and you're gonna keep watching, mean that that's what we do. All right, thanks for bringing that up about Tony Dorsett. He is my favorite Cowboy pl- player. I, I'll get two. I think I'm. I think I can can get two. Uh, one as a, as a fan growing up as a little kid, it was Tony Dorsett. Never forget Tampa Bay 1982 game. I got to go down. I was six years old. Got to go down close to the my seats weren't down there but we got to go down there right by the tunnel and i said i yelled at tony dorsett over and over and he just gave me this okay like thought that was the coolest thing what's up um but my favorite player to cover since i've been working for the cowboys of course everyone knows darren woodson i think he's the best and speaking of we gotta get woody back over here it's been a while we need to get woody and call him see if he'll come join us and chat a little football uh, before it gets too crazy. All right, got Um, Eric in North Carolina. Eric, you're up.
6: What's up, Nicky? How's it going, my man?
2: Good, man. How are you?
6: Good, good, man. I had to answer this question today, man. And Smith, without a doubt, is definitely my favorite player with Darren Woodson right there, but Emmitt Smith, without a question, is my favorite Dallas Cowboy of all time. Growing up, watching him, a young boy, watching his resilience, watching his ability to just keep fighting. That playoff, that basically wasn't that, that, that NFC East Championship game. That's what you can call it against the Giants where he messed up his shoulder and put the right. team on the head of the shoulder and ran us home to a victory. That really that really showed you what he was about. It taught me as a young kid to never give up, to never make excuses for anything you've got going on, but to just keep fighting and good things are always happening for you. And he's just been a model cowboy, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a, you know, he's really one of my top three athletes of all time. hope that was and. And the other names like Derek Jeter in my eyes just because of what he represented for, you know, and,
2: for this organization there. And, and I'll say this about Emmitt, and I'm sure you have another point, but I'll say this. There's always that Emmitt-Barry Sanders debate and, you know, who was better, Walter Payton, all right. that. But right. I'll say this, and everyone always says, well, look at the line that Emmitt had. Great. And one of them is a, is a colleague here, Nate Newton, and they were outstanding. Yes. But I'll say this, they didn't win without Emmitt. Go look at the records. When they had Emmett got hurt, they didn't win games. He couldn't win. We so, win. so whoever it was, that line was great, but Derek Lassick wasn't throwing, and and, and they didn't have you know straight you know these great backups and all that. But all that's I know is this: they could win without Aikman. There was times they had to win without Aikman. Burline, yes, all that. But they didn't win without Thank Aikman. So yep. Emmett yeah, I agree with you.
6: And I just want to say this before I hang up. Yeah, you can have the accolades, you can have the the physical abilities and talents but they don't always have their heart in their chest like guys like him, Kobe, Derrick Jeter, and, and Tiger Woods. That's what sets apart athletes like them from other guys. It's the heart. It's the heart. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the most quickest and agile, but he had a heart in his chest that was like a lion or a bear. And if you did have that, you couldn't, you couldn't match any snippet, in my opinion. No. I don't care what you did on the field with the stats. And I'm going to leave it at that. Cowboys for life. That was Cowboys 37-7 to 7 this weekend,
2: all right? All right, all right, thank you. Thanks for the call. 37 to 7 prediction. I wish you would have said that like 30 seconds ago when this tour was coming by. I got some Steeler fan and a Giants Guy guy had a giant shirt on, like under his coat. He was kinda like like the giant, you know. So I was like, cool. They they have a fan. But uh most of them were cowboy fans. Uh I agree with you hundred percent on Emmett though. Emmett was was the man. You know, I got a lot of I threw it out on, on Twitter and I got a ton here. I also have some, some uh questions here on the text line. Um here's one coming in. That's way too long. I'm not reading that one, run out of t- time. Um uh, Josh Rodriguez, who's been on who will be on uh, the show on Friday. On Talking Cowboys, his favorite player is Antonio. Antonio Romero Romo. So, Tony Tony Romo. That's his favorite. Cool. Um, uh, he can talk about that on Talking Cowboys tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Brian in Salt Lake. He, he said, we hate losing to the Eagles. Honestly, I left the game feeling like the wheels are finally turning in the right direction since the bye. Hmm, interesting. Not worried about all the steel stuff. He's a better run blocker than pass. Who do you think um needs to be the second half uh MVP to roll into the playoffs and possibly make a run? His choices are Tyron Smith and Brandon Cooks. Uh I think they would be great. I don't know about the most valuable. Um I, you know, I think I mean, I, let's just don't let's don't don't sugarcoat it here. I mean, it needs to be Dak. If Dak is the MVP of this team on defense, on offense, sorry, if Dak's the MVP, then all these other things will fall into play. Dak needs to be the MVP. He's the quarterback. He needs to be playing like an MVP-type guy. If he is doing that, this team will be in great shape heading into the playoffs. All right, and that question. Yeah, that was from Bryson in Salt Lake. All right, next caller, Al in Merkle, Texas.
5: Hey, Nick, how's it
2: going? Good, how are you, man?
5: I'm doing all right. It's raining out here in West Texas, so every time it rains, I'm in a good mood. Okay, you got grass. All right, trying I, to grow. I got three. <laughs> no, just uh, we needed to drink. All right. If our lakes run dry, all
2: hey, right. I
5: got three things real quick. All and, right. Uh, first one is when we're gonna play golf together.
2: All right. Well, whenever you got eight hours to kill, because I haven't played in like two years, so the ball's gonna go all over the place. Someone's backyard. Hey. Yeah. Yeah,
5: and you know what the what what the best place to play, of course, is Cowboys Golf Course,
2: right? It's not bad. The problem about the Cowboys, very few problems. It's an absolute beautiful golf course. Number four hole is the, my favorite hole of all time. It's unbelievable. But it is beautiful. It, it's narrow. It's 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 there. It, it doesn't. It's not very forgiving for someone that's you know. I mean, I'll hit it in the fairway, but it, I mean, it, it won't be the right one. It'll be you know as <laughs> as my man Chris says, yeah. it's the wrong driveway. So.
5: Uh, Go ahead. Short grass. Short grass. Okay. The second, it's a little bit of trivia, you'll probably nail this out of the park, but, okay, remember the Cowboys uh, drafted an Olympian, Bullet Bob Hayes, right? Everybody knows that. Right. The the Cowboys drafted another Olympian. He never played for the Cowboys, but they drafted another Olympian. Do you you know who that is?
2: Mary Lou Retton? No. No. kidding. No. Carl Lewis, 1984. Very good, very good, very good. Lewis. Yes, and he very was good. He, he was mentioned by somebody uh, just the other day as all time cowboy. You're right; he never played, but that was that that was that whole thing. Like, why not? Let's just throw stuff out there. I mean, let's... exactly, exactly. See what
5: sticks. Okay, and then the last one. I, I'm not sure. I, I kind of read you as this. Are
2: you a conspiracy
5: theorist?
2: Hmm, you can you can yeah you can twist my arm on some things. Why? What do you got? Okay. I'm I'm just going to say it real fast because I don't
5: want to take time from serious callers. But uh, my my conspiracy theory, and I've had it for a while, is that uh, the league has it in for the Cowboys because if the Cowboys win one or two more Super Bowls, Jerry Jones is going to be the most most powerful man in the NFL. And him and the commissioner have had their little run-ins. And I don't think the commissioner wants Jerry to have too much more power. Like I said, that's just a little conspiracy theory I have, and uh, I'll let you – expound on it if you agree, and if not, well, then, you know, no harm done. But anyway, enjoy the show. Thank you so much All for making right. my call, and I'll, I'll uh, wait right. and hear what you have to say. Okay.
2: So, the conspiracy theory is that the NFL doesn't want the Cowboys to win because Jerry would be more powerful than the commissioner. Hmm. My thought on that is... Beam, you got another caller? <laughs> like, we got any more calls here? Guess not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Uh, but like I've always said, no opinion is wrong. And if that's your opinion, that's fine. I don't know if that's my opinion or not. And if it was, uh, we're going to move on to I the got a text good plans. text message up there for you. Go. Josh from Chicago. Text Josh from uh, Chicago on the text message. All right. Em the best player on the Cowboys and my all-time favorite. Question for you. Who is your favorite wrestler, and were you able to make it to the Von premier premiere in Dallas yesterday? What? 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 There's a Von Eric premiere in doubt. What, what was this? What? What's going on? I don't know. So I said
3: perked know. your interest on this. Yeah,
2: one. yeah. Favorite wrestler of all time. Oh man, how much time we have? I I don't know. Um, well, you know, I was in, I was in the eighties. Okay, so I love the Von Erichs until they all died. But I, except for Kevin, but I I, I love the Von Erichs. They were awesome. Um, had their posters. Had like these. Posters from a pizza establishment that is in Papa John's. But I had a poster all the time. Um, and then, but I loved like, you know, I love the Macho Man. I mean, Randy Macho Man Savage, like he was pretty awesome. So I loved Randy Macho Man Savage. And, I, you know, but I liked like the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, I was like 80s, like mid-South wrestling. So Rock and Roll Express, the Fantastics, you know, Coco Beware. They wasn't in that group, but I liked Coco Beware. Uh, Sting. I mean, my favorite thing of all time was when Sting showed up here. I was, I was I had a, uh, sh- shared an office with Shannon Gross, and he gets a, he goes listen to this voicemail, and he's like, "Hey Shannon, it's Steve Borden, Sting, uh, I'll be there on Wednesday, whatever." And I mean, it was like the coolest thing. Sting was there with his uh, his whole get up, had the uh, makeup on with his with the bat, watching. Film right over Brian Brodish's shoulder. Brian sitting there, feet up, watching. Look, like, look at this linebacker's going to cut in here and sting. Sitting there with the bat, just looking at him, full makeup, everything. It was like, why didn't I get a video of that? I, I, I'll never know. But that was pretty cool. Those are some of my favorites. I mean, I, we don't. Maybe that could be tomorrow's theme: favorite wrestler of all time. But uh, we'll work on something like that. Good, good stuff though. I do want to read some of these though. If I have a couple more minutes, so I put this out on Twitter. Favorite play. Favorite. All-time player. And the callers, you know, got some good ones here on the calls. Got got the ones you would expect. Let me read some of these others, though. Darren Woodson. Roy Williams. The safety before Kelly. Destiny's Child broke his heart. Okay, cool. Uh, Roger strawback Troy Aikman. Uh, Tony Romo. Tony Tolbert. Nice. Just Nate Newton sitting in that? That's awesome. Tony Tolbert. Tony Romo. Roy Williams. Chuck Halley. Um, Drew Pearson. Dat Wynn. Um, definitely Michael Irvin, Daryl Johnston, Emmett Smith, Jason Witten, Preston Pearson. Okay, that's a good one there. Tony Dorsett, Roger Strawback, Robert Newhouse, Bill Bates, Darren Woodson, Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith, Larry Allen, Tony Dorsett, Tony Romo, The Playmaker, Michael Irvin, Daryl Johnston. Thank you for the also showing a moose. Uh, not just saying 48, but showing a moose. And then uh, more talk about the Von Ericks. Man, I gotta check this out. Uh yeah, love love the Von Erics. But um yeah, that that'll be a question for another day. Maybe so what what wrestler, your favorite wrestler and tie it into a cowboy player or or what? We'll do something like that and figure it out. But uh yeah, you could tell how old I am. I mean, the the, the newer guys, yeah, I mean the rock, all that. I mean, he's 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 awesome. Um I don't even know some of the other guys. I did go to WrestleMania, but I don't know some of the other ones. But yeah, my, my my wheelhouse of wrestling was like in the 80s, you know, guys like that. So, Kerry Von Eric, Kevin, uh, Junkyard Dog, you know, Kub- uh, Kabuki. I don't know if everybody knows Kabuki, but... Um, Iron Sheik. Yeah, Iron Sheik. No, not the Iron Sheik. I like Hulk Hogan, but... Uh, Hey, we used to have a guy that worked here it was a webmaster, Alan Larkin. I used to think he was the great Kabuki, actually. But uh, anyways, all right, good stuff. Great, great show. Appreciate that. A lot of fun. I hear the phone's ringing in the back, but we got to go because Cowboys Break is coming up soon. So for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow. Cowboy Storyline.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
8: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!